This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough. And the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you. So you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com. Or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Get Goldfinger today. Here's the scenario. You're injured in a collision and your insurance company is denying your claim. It happens far too often. If it happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. My team and I work for people just like you. We don't accept cases on behalf of insurance companies, so you and your family can make sure that you're in good hands. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Get Goldfinger today. You know what I want? <laughs> I want to talk Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm Rose Sampson Folk, here to recap for you the Raptors 107-103 to victory against the Miami Heat. Their first game that they've won against the Heat this year, now 1-2 and two on the season. Big developments. I thought that Pascal Siakam in particular, great game for him looking at how he's had troubles against Bam Adebayo in the past. OG Ananobi, as far as Nick Nurse utilizing him in the Bam Adebayo matchup, playing great defense, locking down a lot of the dribble handoff actions that the Heat love to run, and Kyle Lowry, of course, doing Kyle Lowry adjacent and Kyle Lowry things. And perhaps most importantly, Fred VanVleet, huge game for him, really utilizing his fantastic and effective pull-up three-point jumper, his catch-and-shoot game also very good. Not the best finisher in the world, but he had some of that going in this game as well. And he was driving a lot of the Raptors offense in this game against a Heat defense that did maybe overachieve a little bit in this game as well. But before I recap the game, if you'd like to, I haven't bothered you listener in about 
five or six months asking for a, a rating or review for the Apple podcast situation. If you want to rate or review this podcast, feel free to do so. It helps out the podcast, helps me out, and just, uh, yeah, is generally a good thing. But thank you for listening to that, and let's jump into the game. So the first thing that jumped out to me initially was that they did not opt to put Bam at a bio on Siakam. They actually had Bam on Gasol, and that is obviously, that is a result of them removing Myers Leonard from their starting lineup, which I think is a better lineup for the Heat. I think Jay Crowder is somewhat better than Myers Leonard. It also opens up more minutes for Kelly Olenek, who played really good in this game as well. So you had Bam on Gasol, seeing as how they didn't want to just give up that much size initially. Gasol on Crowder, not something they wanted. So we saw Siakam hunting shots early on in the game, doing a really good job of moving on offense, trying to get to the opposite side of the floor where Gasol and Adebayo were hanging around. Gasol doing a good job of trying to kind of stretch him out to the perimeter. And Siakam, for the most part, not pushing too hard to get to the rim. Opening up with really strong performance from three-point land, doing his thing from there. Otherwise, though, both teams, for the most part, kind of asleep at the wheel for the first, you know, eight, ten minutes of the game. Slow moving, defense is kind of getting their way for the most part. But that did break through for both teams, but mostly the Raptors towards the end of the first quarter. Pascal plus bench, apparently in this game, because Lowry plus bench didn't work out as well to start the second quarter. But Pascal plus bench, a nice little run to end the first quarter, going up six into the second. The second quarter... Not as good for the Raptors. Pretty tough defensive start for Lowry and Bench. A little mix of turnovers, just maybe some sloppy rotations towards the back end. You have guys like Olenek, Dragic, who are really clever players and very good at finding their shots as tertiary options. Doing a good job of finding the soft spots in the Raptors' defense, kind of driving the heat offense that way. Fred VanVleet checks back in. The D sort of tightens up. The Raptors able to snap off an 8-0 run. That's with some shots from Kyle, some shots from Fred. Things trending in the right direction again. But this really was an up-and-down game. The Raptors not able to capture their ideal offensive form for longer than 4 or 5 minutes at a time where they'd break off a really nice stretch. But then immediately after succumbing to sloppy passes, I mean, they had 20 turnovers on the night. And just their ability to create was a little bit stagnated in this one. So for the second time in the quarter, you have the Heat causing turnovers, getting runouts. Guys like Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic getting the hoop. Guys like Kelly Olenek spacing to the corner, getting shots there, even above the break. And the Heat would not go away. And that that was a trend all game. The Heat had a stick to that made them very hard to dispatch with for the Raptors. And the Raptors still seeing that out in the second quarter up 48-44 at the end of the frame. A lot of decent performances so far at this point in the game. OG Ananobi doing a great job just by proxy of him locking down Bam Adebayo, being switchable, and in those dribble handoff actions that the Heat run, Ananobi being able to just step out and lock down Duncan Robinson when he's taking the ball from Adebayo, completely nullifying a lot of what they like to do and so Duncan Robinson a guy who's played very well against the Raptors and a shooter who can operate on the weak side or in motion usually is a good recipe against the Raptors they like to focus on the all-stars on the superstars and force the ball into the hands of the the role players the specialists and so Duncan Robinson being shut down 
did a great job of slowing down a lot of what he liked to do. Big shout out to OG for doing that. Big shout out to Nick Nurse for recognizing that that might be a good defensive option because that wasn't really clear that that's how they should be playing it. So having Gasol towards the back end of things, having OG guard those types of actions up toward above the break, super smart decision by Nurse. And I think a huge indicator of what OG can be as far as a Swiss Army knife. The second half had a really strong start for the Raptors. It even looked like they were going to pull away in this one, and maybe we'd see a victory of 12 to 18 points margin, but that wasn't the case. But they did go up 14, mostly on the back of, I think, Fred Van Vliet really started to shine in this one. He was shooting the ball well in the first half. We know he's a fantastic defender. He's got those heavy hands, deflections, in your grill, all these types of, you know, attributes that he's got in his game that were showing in the first half but in the second half much better on ball much better as a creator and very very impressive getting his own shot we even saw OG Ananobi create off the dribble a little bit not for a make but just had one of those straight up isos at the very top saw Jay Crowder sitting there had a combo dribble between the legs right to left snatched it back left to right got the first step by him got fouled on the way to the rim and that was after he made a nice clean corner three just looking like a very very impressive tertiary offensive option obviously his 23 points on eight of nine shooting with fantastic defense on LeBron James looking at another game where we're all very impressed with what he's bringing to the floor Siakam also doing a great job of coexisting next to Van Vliet, next to OG. And while Van Vliet is not always the best playmaker, I thought that he assumed a role that was very important for him to be in in this game. And Siakam fit right alongside that. I thought they were quite harmonious in how they were playing offense together. And the defense still doing great things. OG at the forefront, Gasol, Lowry at the back, Siakam, Van Vliet getting their noses in places playing scrappy defense, very rangy. Gasol hits a triple, the Raptors are up 14, but almost immediately after that, the game kind of started to bog down. As it was, you know, as was the case against the Lakers, the Raptors starters, very, very impressive in this one. And while Serge did come on a little bit at the end of the game, and I'm not at all upset with Norm's decision-making, those two, as far as their shot making, has not really been up to par. And that was, we saw that continued in this game as well. So the game bogged down in the second half of the third quarter. There are some strange calls that were made. And the refs, for the most part in this game, uh, inconsistent, I think is a word I would use to describe it. An inconsistent showing from the officials. Norm not able to create offense as easily as we've seen in the past. He's not he's not running those pin downs like a wizard like he was earlier on in the season, well, prior to the, the break with coronavirus. And now, so we're seeing he's getting to the rim. He's making all the right decisions. He's just missing a couple bunnies, a couple gimmies. I think that will turn around. And as I said, Serge Ibaka, later on in the game, finding his pacing and spacing, playing next to Kyle Lowry, although he does have trouble when he's playing with Fred, he does have trouble when he's playing with Terrence Davis. So those minutes didn't go well. Some tough calls. The Heat kind of crawled back into the game. They're down 14. They brought it within five. Goran Dragic, Kelly Olenek kind of doing heavy lifting for the bench. And the Raptors really seeing that's where they're getting beat right now is with the bench units and the bench lineup. So something that Nurse might have to look at. But that was how the, the Heat got back into the game in this case. 
things got pretty hairy at the start of the fourth quarter, I would say, as the Raptors, they actually gave up the lead, and the Heat took a three-point lead at a couple different junctions in the fourth quarter. Jay Crowder started hitting threes after the Raptors, I think, correctly ignored him for large parts of the game, just thought, if this guy's going to beat us, this guy's going to beat us, but I... None of them thought that would be the case. Neither did I. And so Jay Crowder starts hitting quite a few shots. Goran Dragic still plugging away. You know, I I tweeted out that Goran Dragic is a weasel, but he's good at playing basketball. You know, it's he he's a very good basketball player. He is much better than Kendrick Nunn, who was a you know you couldn't even tell he was on the floor in this game. The Heat just like to stagger Dragic, and they like him running the second unit. They like Nunn as a tertiary guy next to. Butler, Adebayo, etc. And they like Dragic to have more of the responsibility, so they stagger him with the second unit. But he he was causing all types of trouble for the Raptors, getting in the middle of the defense, breaking things down. And the Raptors, they love to collapse, they love to double, they are overzealous help defenders. So guys like Kelly Olenek, Jay Crowder, getting open, hitting some shots. But the Raptors, for what it's worth, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, keeping with it, making big shots to stay in line with the Heat, we saw one where, man, Van Vliet got doubled on the right wing, still able to make that cross-court pass to Siakam, who made a, a corner three triple. It was just, man, it was nice to see that type of progression. And also Van Vliet, who is not a superb, he's hardly even mediocre in the pick and roll, but we saw in this game, especially in the first half of the fourth quarter, throwing heat from downtown when the heat would go under on his pick and rolls he's pulling up with no regard for human life and I thought that was so impressive and it was just even the one time he got downhill into the rim and end one super impressive stuff so he was reading the game really well and especially seeing himself as a scorer and making good on his opportunities was a big part of that but as the game usually does It came down to Kyle Lowry, and I thought Kyle Lowry had a really nice stretch at the end of the game. Not necessarily as a scorer, but just as a game manager. Serge Ibaka maybe left in a little bit too long. Gasol had a long, long rest. Also, Lowry only playing 22 minutes up until the fourth quarter. And as we know, Serge Ibaka, Kyle Lowry, Lowry's always been able to put Serge in the right places. Serge one of the better finishers in the league. You know, he's near 60% through shooting. A lot of the Raptors finishers on that team, Terrence Davis, Norm, Serge, all these guys shooting great percentages from the floor, doing a fantastic job of finishing possessions. And so Ibaka had a nice couple possessions where he's getting to the rim. One of them, I I guess Iggy thought he was pushing off, but it just looked like a nice attack on a closeout and finish in the lane, going to his right hand. And then Lowry on the next play, finding him with a pocket pass, him getting the dunk. Eventually Gasol checked in, and that's when the game was really bogged down at this point. We're talking the last four minutes of the fourth quarter. The defense is really grinding each other into dust at this point. Not a lot of great shots going up. And while the Heat, I think, were putting the ball in Butler's hands and not really trying to give it to Adebayo, I think OG did a fantastic job of making the Heat go away from that in this game. And that's impressive in its own right because Adebayo is the hub of a lot of what the Heat like to do. So more credit to OG Ananobi. So OG and Gasol are in. They start going to Butler The Raptors, their team defense, really impressive, still able to stop a lot of what the Heat are doing. But on the other side of things, the Raptors not going to that Pascal, 
and small pick and roll. They opted to stick with Lowry. And Lowry did his usual thing, kind of grimy, getting to the basket, turning the defense around. Him and Van Vliet put the Raptors up with free throws. And that was kind of to the point where, okay, Miami has to make a big shot right now. Or this is going to turn into a free throws type of game. That's what happened. And we saw the Raptors try and break the press. They threw it back to Gasol. The Heat sent Gasol to the line. He went one for two. Obviously not ideal, but the Raptors thought Gasol had the percentages on his side, even though he doesn't shoot a lot of free throws. Regardless, the next play, they go to the post-up with Butler on Lowry. Lowry doing a great job of denying him back, well, I guess forward momentum towards the rim while he has his live dribble. Drogic makes a flash cut into the lane. Fred Van Vliet, eyes in the back of his head. He sniffs it out. He's got those heavy hands. Gets a swat on the ball. Siakam takes it up the court. He gets fouled. He takes his two free throws. Miami misses again. And then we're looking at uh, OG Ananobi hitting a couple of free throws to close out the game. 107-103. The Raptors, I think, did a fantastic job of managing this game, even though things got a little bit crazy with some tough officiating at times. And the Heat are a spunky team. They don't particularly worry me in any type of way for the playoffs. I think the Raptors are definitely the superior squad, and I think they would win in probably five games. So I'm not super worried about that. But for these games like this, they're they're a spunky team, and they hang around. And Jimmy Butler is always, you know, he, he's a grimy dude. And I, I love Jimmy Butler. That's not meant to be bad. You know, Kyle Lowry's a grimy dude too. It's no wonder they're they're such good friends. But all in all, the Raptors... They pull this one out, 107-103, exciting game, exciting finish, and well done by the Raptors to bring this one home. The Reggie Evans Award winner, usually in a game like this, I think it would end up going to Fred because of his defensive discipline and those heavy hands and causing deflections and turnovers, but this was more of an offensive game for Fred. He did a great job, but true to the Reggie Evans Award, I think OG Ananobi, his hustle in guarding so many of the dribble handoff actions completely locking down Bam Adebayo. I think he definitely deserves the Reggie Evans Award. Super impressive from him tonight. The Mitchell Robinson Award, which goes to the villainous players on the other team. If they happen to do something particularly villainous, we have Goran Dragic, who stuck his hand out and tripped OG while he was running out in transition. Not not incredibly dirty, but certainly a dirty play. Not something that you like to see very much. And then Kelly Olenek, who has been branded as a dirty player with a play that I don't think was very dirty. He just went for a swipe at the ball and hit Kyle Lowry in the face. And Kyle Lowry always swipes at the ball. And it's just that he's the small guy. So when he swipes down, he's usually not getting the big guys in the face. But, you know, I can't blame Kelly Olenek so much for doing something that Kyle Lowry does himself. It's just Kelly Olenek is not as coordinated or fast, or agile as a Kyle Lowry, but it still ended up being a little bit of a dirty play. He got a flagrant. He smacked him across the face. Them's the breaks. Sometimes that's how it shakes out. So let's swing this into the quick reaction. Top comment from Ken Scott says, Jimmy Butler managed to draw four fouls in six minutes at the start of the third, put half the squad in foul trouble by himself. I don't think he was legitimately fouled on any of them. Refs were terrible. Um... I think Jimmy Butler is as good at drawing fouls as Kyle Lowry. 
And I don't have much problem with Jimmy Butler getting calls because Kyle Lowry gets the same type of calls. There, there are players who are really good at drawing fouls in the league, and Jimmy Butler is one of them, same as Kyle. So Kyle shooting nine free throws in this game, Fred shooting 13 free throws in this game. The Raptors, they went to the line too. That's why I say, you know, the refing was inconsistent instead of just saying, well, the Raptors got shafted by the refs. You know, the, the Raptors went to the line too. And the Heat, they play a rough brand of ball at times. So that's just something that happens, and so do the Raptors. They, they're very active on defense, active hands for deflections, for steals. Sometimes that results in fouls. You know, ideally it wouldn't, but sometimes it does. Obviously, four fouls in six minutes seems like a lot, but Jimmy Butler is one of the better players at doing so. But anyway, the Raptors win. No harm, no foul, no injuries. Everything's good. 2-0 so far in the seeding games in the bubbles. Everything is coming up, Raptors. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Samson Folk for the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I hope you enjoy this, whether you're getting into this in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day and goodbye. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call.